Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Excellent throw and catch. Just gets inside. Uses his big body. No answer for number 87. Players Only. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? We are in the AFC Championship version of Players Only. I am Danon Hughes. Welcome back. This is uh, what we expect to be one of the final three shows uh, of this season, of this Chiefs season. And uh, it has been an absolute blast to be here each and every week. We've been here on Players Only as we are Thursday nights. And I got... The ex-partner in crime, the current guest. He likes to be called a guest now because he's not on here every week. We got Sean Barber in the building, a.k.a. Barbershop. What's going on, Barbershop? Hey, man, love to be in the building, man. I just finished uh, Rafiki and my man Seed out a, a few times. Uh, he's still worried about this wide receiver room. He's still bringing up old ex-girlfriend. He got a lot of baggage about the regular season. I'm like, he needs some counseling. It's the postseason. Why, why are you still talking about old stuff? Like, so, what's, what's going on? Like, let's talk about what happened last week. Let's talk about what's going to happen this week. Are you talking about the regular season? Like, that's just, that ain't even relative. That, that, that don't even matter no more. So, so Shab, let me ask you this. We're on a group text with a lot of guys here at Odyssey, and there's a lot of different traffic that goes on in the text messages. And I always wondered the perspective from you. Do you believe that they believe everything that they say? Unfortunately, yes. Yes. So, they, so. That's, that's the sad part about it is I, I, I would think that over years and years of kind of being around us and knowing us that we might have like grew on them a little bit, like a little bit of osmosis or just listening the way just we talk to each other. Through osmosis, yep. And it's not that we're always right. It's not about being right. Like you, you, I've learned this from you. It's not that I'm right, but I have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my perspective is based off of years of experience. And facts. In fact, so maybe that should be deemed a little bit more uh, prioritized than just some hot take from left field about something that's going on in the NFL or some coaching move or some uh, line of questioning or different things like that. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a very interesting thread because it's like no hold bars. Like it's, 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 <laughs> I mean, it, it talks about everything. We talk about everything. Yeah, on we there, get so into everything. It, it's good. So do you feel like one of your missions in life is to be the Rafiki of the entire Odyssey sports uh, network? Nah, man. So, I mean, <laughs> nah. I mean, I know you can't help everybody. You can't help everybody. Like, no matter how good you are, no matter how much you want it for them, you just want them to grow and learn and stuff. They ain't my kids. I ain't, I ain't, they ain't responsible. I ain't, they ain't on my uh, tax. They ain't my, what, <laughs> you don't get no tax break? Yeah, I don't get no deductions <laughs> for them jokers. So, uh, 
I will say I am entertained every single day. One that you are paying that close attention to the midday, to oh, yeah, the to the yeah, that you are dialed in dialed to the in, point buddy. that you and you feel extremely comfortable sharing your perspective <laughs> with everybody, <laughs> whether they ask for it or not. That's the point that that gets me. They don't ever ask, "Hey, barbershop, what do mm-hmm. you think about this?" But you already feel like they're asking you, because <laughs> like, I feel like if you're gonna say it on air and you're gonna say it to the public, it should be something that actually has some legs to it. And too many disc jockeys, radio hosts, or whatever you want to call it, they only just saying whatever for whatever reason, just hot take. You know, half the show we got upset at uh, Sean, whatever his name was, uh, who said that he thinks that, you know, Josh Allen is still better than Pat Mahomes, whoever that guy was from New York or whatever. All right, I mean, that's his opinion. Whatever. It has no facts. It has, mm-hmm. it, it has no legs to it, especially after the last game we just finished. But for, for him to take that national platform and decide just to, like, run with it, I mean, sometimes I feel like the same way with, with the radio state. We have guys that are on, you know, you got a midday audience. They're trying to be informed. They want to know, like, some, some, some information that they can take to the water cooler they and meet. share with their friends about, hey, man, that's what I heard on the radio, some really great inside, some knowledgeable stuff. Some of that stuff, man, I'm just like, that ain't hot. That ain't and hot. it's your mission. I mean, I got to let them know, dog. <laughs> that's Barbershop. Again, this is Dane and Hughes. The phone lines, text lines are open. Text us, call us as we tackle those in the third quarter of the show, 913-586-7610. The phone lines, the text lines will stay open. I always appreciate, Barbershop, um, your willingness to be able to invoke your opinion, to impart your wisdom. Uh, I think there's a different perspective that we have as guys that played the game. That's why it's been so fun for what now is – I think it's the fifth season that mm. we've been on the air uh, with players only. Man, time, and, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, and it's amazing that we're going to our sixth straight AFC championship. Do you see there's a correlation between players only and the success of the Chiefs? Are you willing to to extend uh, that perspective that there's a correlation between us being on air and the Chiefs' success? No. No, you don't want to go that far? <laughs> No, nah, we ain't got nothing to do with it. What happens between those white lines? Those guys prepare on the your, practice field. That was field. your one chance. That was my one chance? Your one chance for us to be on the same page. No, nah, man. Defense wins ball games. Those defenders out there playing. Oh, my gosh. They win championships. Dude, Julio, is there a commercial break yet? He already talking about defense winning ball games. That's why Barbershop's only on here once a month, y'all. Hey, I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. The listeners even, like, they say, you know what, Barbara? Every week is too much. Like, you and your Chiefs color glasses. You don't want to say nothing bad about Andy Reid or Brett Veach. You, you don't ever, you know, criticize my homes. You always think that Spags got making all the great calls and everything. I don't, I don't recall myself saying those things, but that's how people have taken my words and twisted them around, and maybe that's what they're feeling that I'm saying. Uh huh. You know, like I, I just try, like again, I try to look at things from a systematic way, and I just know that from being on the practice field, we practice a lot of things, and we don't always use everything we practice each week. Some things we are practicing to use them in the future because we. We know these things are solid. We got it down packed. This is going to always work. So why, why show it to half the world and let them work on it, on, on a solution to it for 18 weeks? Yeah. Let's just keep that to us. We know we're going to use it. in your it. back pocket. And we got other things to work on. We're going to work on the things that, are, you know, ain't going so well, ain't, so, ain't going so good. 
And now it's time to let's let your uh, let your personality. How Andy Reid always says, "Let your personality show." Yep. So that's what we're showing in the playoffs. We let we letting everybody see our, our true personality, our true colors. Well, that's what we're we're doing on players only, like we do every week. We can let our personalities show. We let our our guards down. We have a good time. Hopefully, the listeners and the texters feel that energy from us. Whether it was with Kendall Gammon in the booth. With me last week, Bill Moss, Keith Cash, uh, Dante Hall called in, Barbershop, you've been on every week, uh, every month. Billy Baber's been in here. Several guys that give you a different perspective. That's kind of what we bring to the table uh, when it's all said and done. But, Barbershop, one other aspect of the personality, or at least the truth, uh, bringing it to the mic is this last game against the Buffalo Bills. There's yeah. a lot of a lot of things that kind of went into that game, went into that matchup, the buildup of that matchup. But I want to hear your perspective of that game, that win, and that environment, and what we accomplished. And even if you want to point out some specific accomplishments by players. Well, I mean, first of all, let's start off with you know holding their uh, wide receiver, uh, another number one wide receiver in the league, another top five wide receiver. Gets held to, uh, I mean, way under his his norm, normal standard, um, and and he's been kind of, and just to be honest, he's been MIA for the last few weeks for them. Mm-hmm. But uh, they found other 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 methods to move the ball. Obviously, I think everybody knew that uh, Dalton Kincaid was going to be a beast. He he was everything we expected. Um, James Cook out the backfield, uh, amazing amazing uh, set of uh, you know. I ta- I talked earlier about how hard it is to guard the tight end position when you have a downhill running game. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the downhill running game was not just James Cook, but also the quarterback, Josh Allen. And when they got that, that you know, that, that one-two combo coming at you and then Dalton Kincaid is finding his, his niche in different ways, it's almost like Stephon Diggs got cold. Like he got yeah. – he, he, he never got into the flow of the game. And then when it was his time to be called and be Superman – uh, he just he just he didn't he dropped it. Yeah, so. Stephon Diggs eight targets, three catches for twenty one yards, no touchdowns. So just seven yards a catch. You mentioned him being kind of cold for uh, the last few weeks. He hadn't had a hundred yard game since week six. Mm. So as a number one receiver with the quarterback, as you mentioned, what other people say is the best. Uh, or better than Patrick Mahomes, which would make him the best in the league. I would assume that person is saying that. Um, for his number one target to go out like that at the end of the season, uh, tough. it's tough. But I, you know what? I'm, I want to give you some more time to talk about the Bills because I feel like from a, from a linebacker's perspective, I don't think people realize you mentioned about guarding the tight ends, but also guarding the run game. And and the linebackers pretty much being those guys that have the dual duty yep. of being responsible for their curl flat areas, the man-to-man coverage, et cetera, but then also being aware of the run, being also aware of the quarterback draw, uh, the scrambling ability, staying in the windows, taking away throws, et cetera. The complexities that go on with that when you're facing a guy like Josh Allen, because later in the show we're going to be talking about facing Lamar Jackson. So I want your perspective from playing in that position and having to deal with those mobile quarterbacks with the guys that have that kind of ability like Josh. Yeah, just I mean, it's just an extra layer of stress that already – the position itself, uh, lineman assignment, you wear the green dot, you, you're setting the defensive front. Um, anytime the, the offense, any shifts of motion – you got to make sure the front is adjusted to whatever the new run strength is or the passing strength. 
Um, you got to control any kind of underneath coverage because not only do you play run gaps, but if it's a pass, you got to give the secondary some underneath coverage so that the ball rises so they're not throwing just uh, lasers right to the receivers. And so because you have to kind of go up and back, um, any kind of run action, PB, you know, um, RPO, any kind of run fake that gets you out of your position, then you got to retreat fully to get back to where you need to be to give you the right guy the right amount of underneath help to you know play your position the right way. So that is a very unique skill set it, t- it takes to play that position at a high level. And the really crazy thing about the Chiefs is that we found maybe like four guys that all do it really, really well, and they're almost interchangeable now. So mm-hmm. between Bolton and Tranquil and between Leo Chenault and Willie Gay, um, even through some injuries and some setbacks and uh, whatever's gone on throughout the season, it's kind of brought everybody's uh, floor to about the same level where you don't really miss a beat depending on who's in the game and who's not. You don't really need to package a certain linebacker to be a better run stopper and a certain linebacker to be a better pass stopper. They've all kind of uh, kind of worked it out so that, so that it, there's a very consistent feel no matter which guys are on the field together. I think that's a great point because I think the general fan – doesn't realize if something happens when Derek Nottie, Chris Jones, uh, uh, George Karloftis are out of the game and Nick Bolton are out of the game, I think the general fan is like, where's Chris? Where's Nick? Where's Where's this person? But the rotation that Spags has and basically the rotation in the NFL, and it it always, I I believe this point proves my point about the disparagement, the, 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 the difference between first string and second string. The general fan, I feel like, believes that first string in high school yeah. and second string in high school, yeah. there was such a drastic difference that that's something that happens at the NFL. So why is the second string guy in there? Why are we concerned about the second guy when there is such – I want, and I'm, and I'm preaching to the choir here with you, but I, I want to make sure I make this point to the fans that are listening. There is such a slight – difference between a, a, a first stringer, a starter, and a backup. Like, they're backup because there's only one starter. There's only one center. There's only one quarterback. There's only one running back. The second guy could be just as good or better. It just happens to be that the, the, the first guy is the, who the coach chose or the first guy is better for the dynamic of an offense. Mm-hmm. Whatever the, the case may be, like, we got to get out of our heads as fans that – second and third string guys are significantly lower in playing ability than others. They just may not have had the opportunity. Yes. Uh, we're going to see that this week maybe uh, uh, Nick Allegretti might have to step in for Joe Tooney. I see the text messages talking about that. But I want to make sure of that point, before we get into the specifics, understanding that like Drew Tranquil is not a lesser player than Nick Bolton. Mm-mm. Uh, Leo Chanel is not a lesser player than Willie Gay Jr. Like they are, there's like neck and neck, 1A and 1B. It just so happens that if there was a coin toss and you said, Willie and Drew, you go start the game, I don't think there'd be a significant difference. Yeah, wouldn't miss a beat. Yeah, I mean, and that's the luxury that we have. Now, not every team has that. I would say this before we go to break. The Buffalo Bills, uh, they, they dreamt of the opportunity that they had. When you consider the the picture of Stephon Diggs standing in the corner of the end zone a few years back when they lost the mm-hmm. AFC Championship, watching the during the cover, right? watching the scoreboard, watching the celebration, soaking it all in, and tears and emotions and all that, 
Then you fast forward to the 13-second game when they're uh, single-fingering salutes mm-hmm. to our fans and talking trash on the sideline and all that stuff. Uh, and then we come back and win. And now to go out this way, they've been dreaming for, of this opportunity. And I don't want to hear any more about the Buffalo Bills. I don't want to hear any more about how good they can be or what they can accomplish uh, in regards to comparisons to the Chiefs. If the Chiefs don't go to the Super Bowl next year, don't tell me about the Buffalo Bills being better or that these were just kind of anomalies or, or you know, runs of fate yeah. in regards to the Bills. The Chiefs are a better football team than the Bills. They showed that. They played up to their potential offense, defense, special teams when the Bills did not. So with that being said, let's go to break. We're going to come back, and we got the hot fire, spitfire take. And I, I got a feeling that my man Barbershop got something special for y'all. Players only with Damon Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. My name is Bono looking to pass the football, goes up the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Damon Hughes puts the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Damon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D Nice. Just call me D Nice. All right, we are back, players only, second quarter of the show. I got my guest, Sean Barber. Before we get into your hot takes, spitfire takes, Barbershop, uh, tell the listeners how they can follow you on social media. Oh, at Sean Barber 59, uh, Sean Barber underscore 913 on X, which used to be Twitter or something like that. I don't know. I got a <laughs> bunch of different accounts on IG and Twitter and Instagram, whatever it is. So Google finds some of those things. And then I also have a weekly podcast called The Process. That you can find on uh, KCSN um, Sports Network. Um, yeah, definitely follow. Definitely, definitely a must follow. The process. The process. Barbershop, all right. Go ahead with your hot fire, spit fire takes. Julio is the judge. Play, I got two men on me every single play. There's no way. There's no way. I can be getting double every I can play. Be double it's just not possible. It's not possible. Not possible. Why look at the papers? It's not possible. Hey, I'm looking at the papers, and I don't even know what he's talking about because I'm looking at the papers, and he won't get in double team. That it was it? T. Rich man on oh man. It was it was um, uh, Will Shields mano a mano at the goal line, and he flat backs him over and over again. This comes from the 2003 season, man. We had the chance to go to Baltimore, um, the Kansas City Chiefs, to, when I was playing, and yes, against the vaulted Ray Lewis and that defense. And, man, it's like our offensive line, they took it personal. Mm-hmm. Them guys, man, with Jason Dunn, Tony Gonzalez, with T. Rich, it's like that front seven, they started like 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 blood boiling. That's Willie Rofe, Will Shields, Casey Weedman, yes, yes. John Tate, they and made it Brian so Waters. personal. They made it so personal. The fact that they saw uh, Ray Lewis going sideline to sideline, hitting running backs late, hitting them on the sideline. Uh, uh, man, uh, shots at, at, at people as they're going down. Because, you know, he always was 
150 total tackles because he kept piling on, getting there at the last second, hitting mm-hmm. people. And they got so mad from watching that film. They was like, if it's one guy that we hope to keep from making one tackle in the game, we're going to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to hit this sucker, hit him. And I'm talking about <laughs> he got to the sideline and they was holding his nose because his nose was bleeding. And he started crying to the coordinator. I can't believe they double. How can they double team? How can can they we tri- play that again, Julio, real quick? How can they double every play? How can they keep double teaming me? It's you got to look at the paper. Somebody got to somebody got to make a play out here. Coach, I'm from every play. I got two men on me. Two every men on me. Play. Hey, coach, there's no way. There's no way, coach. I can be getting double every play. It's just not possible. It's not possible. Why look at the paper? It's look not papers. possible. Look, and if anything, my dream to come true. They got a guy, uh, Roquan Smith. He's cut from the same cloth. He mm. is Ray Lewis Jr. If there's ever one, he goes sideline to sideline. He's hitting your quarterback, your wide receiver. It's anybody who's even close to being down, he's spearing them. He's checking them. He's chucking them. He's making sure that you don't get any extra yardage. Um, he finishes off the pile. And the one thing we got to do is make sure that that guy doesn't get any extra hits, no extra licks on anybody on mm-hmm. our team. Take that challenge, man. Offensively, take that challenge. Wide receivers, running backs, uh, tight ends, anybody who got a chance hit he, number zero. Agent zero is what he goes by. And he's talking about b- before the game, somebody's going to have to pull his dead body off the field. That's how much he wants to win. That's how bad he he wants uh, uh, every drive, every every emotion. Give me everything you got. He tries to call upon all the emotions of all his players to come to his aid, to, 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 to just keep that defense playing and, and hustling to the ball and everything. Man, I love the way he goes to work when it comes to his effort. But a lot of this, man, this country bump can be out here just talking all this, man, this all this mess. All this mess. Man, we got to shut up Agent Zero. If that's one thing we got to do, come the first half, every snap, shut up Agent Zero. Don't let that sucker get nothing. I'll give it to you. You went to the angle of offense, and I'm surprised here. Julio, I'm sure you're surprised. He went to the defense getting pounded by the offense. Barbershop, I never thought that I would be more proud of you than I am right now. You uh, acknowledging the offense having a, a f- being a factor in this game against your type of defensive players. Yeah, there's some growth. I've yeah. shown some you're growth, growth over, you, over You're the maturing, man. You're getting smart. I, you're learning from me through osmosis. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I, I would say my hot fire take is this. We as fans don't know everything. And I say that because this past week and what we saw in the Miami Dolphins game and even with the McCall Hardman fumbles, um, Patrick Mahomes came out in the press conference today and was asked specifically about the confidence in receivers. And I thought his, his answer was incredible because he relayed the sentiment that I think fans need to recognize. I'm not saying that the fans don't see what they see in 30 33-plus drops during the season aren't a factor. But what Patrick said today was, I see how these guys work every single day. The question was basically, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, how do you you still have confidence in these dudes when they drop the ball? That's basically what they were saying, they were asking. And his answer, I thought, was the epitome of a leader, the epitome of 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 a team player, and a guy that has a championship mindset and how we should be so proud to have this guy as the leader of our team in the Chiefs kingdom. He answered, you guys see game day. 
I see everything else. I see every practice. I see every pre-practice. I see every post-practice. I see every work, every bit of work that these guys have done. And because of that, Mm. I'm able to trust them on game day. You don't see him screaming at guys on the sideline. You don't see him screaming at guys in the huddle. Yes, you may see a, a gesture here and there, a grabbing of his helmet, uh, you know, maybe a coaching point to tell a guy, come back to the ball. Those are all normal parts of the game. The ebbs and flows of games, the emotions that flow. If, if I'm running down on a punt return or punt, a punt coverage and the ball just bounces in the end zone, I'm going to throw my hands up and be frustrated too. Doesn't mean that it shouldn't have been a play that I made if I was a half second short. It's just that the emotions take over. But Patrick Mahomes addressing it with this group and saying, I see all the work that these guys done. And I personally have no or have no disregard uh, to giving these guys an opportunity to make plays. And that showed itself with MVS, had the two key catches. In each catch, after each catch, it, le- it, it led to a touchdown. Mm. Uh, to, to throw the ball to guys other than Rasheed Rice, when we see so many fans and so many people on X slash Twitter talk about, well, I guess we only could throw it to Tra- Travis and, and Rasheed because uh, that's all that's going to catch the ball. Yeah, that may have been the case in certain games where it seemed that way, but aren't we thankful that we're moving to another AFC championship game, a six straight AFC championship game, because we have a leader that thinks differently than some of us as fickle fans that even though you may see a body of work um, during games that had it not been for MVS last year against the Cincinnati Bengals, we may not go to a Super Bowl. Had it not been for MVS this year in the Buffalo Bills, we may not go. We may not be going to an AFC Championship. Had it not been for certain guys, we may not be in the position that we are now. We lost games. Have we lost games because of those guys dropping passes? Yes. But was the goal getting to where we are now? The goal? Yes. So. Let's be thankful. That's my hot fire take. I'm venting a little bit. This is I've been critical of our receivers. I'm definitely going to be that as a guy that played six years at that position. But I am thankful personally that we have a guy that recognizes that we are going to need everybody in that locker room to get what the goal is, get to the goal, and that's where we're at now. I, I, I see how they work every single day. I mean, guy, everybody sees the game day, and they might not see the success that they are, they want to happen. But when you see the work and the work that these guys have every single day, you know that they're giving everything they have, and that's all you could ask for. And then we let the, let, let the results handle themselves. We go out there and just play to our best of our ability and, and try to win the game. And we got it must be AFC Championship Week. We got two <laughs> Spitfires, Hot Fires, Fire Takes. Uh, And that's how it should be when you're playing championship football. When we come back, we're going to take on the text lines. Dan, we see you. We got a couple of callers, and we got a bunch of texts. See if we got enough time to get to them all. Players only with Dana Hughes. Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We are back. Players only. Back <laughs> Why, Barbershop, you look at me when, when Diddy was on? That's how I can read your mind. That's how, that's how, 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 how much we've been together too much. I'm reading your mind. As soon as they started playing the song, you looked at me like, why are we playing? Because <laughs> I'll be listening for that mystical, bro. I'll be, I'll be waiting for that. No, we're not giving you I'm your intro. You're like only a, a guest. I'm spicy like gumbo. You're only a guest here. All right, players only. Barbershop, Dane and Hughes here. We got the phone lines, text lines open. Uh, and we got, looks like we got some phone issues, Julio. No? All right. We got the phone lines, Dan and KC. What's going on, Dan? Hey, Dan. Hey, Sean. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it was a great performance. That she said they did a good job shutting stuff on down. Man, stuff on it wasn't wasn't into the game. You know, I dropped that one in the fourth quarter that, that was could have been a big play, and that he fumbled the ball earlier. But it was a great job by the Chiefs, Chiefs and uh, Kelsey with two touchdowns, and uh, Pacheco with a touchdown. They did this for you, Dan. Yeah, they won that game at Buffalo for you. So uh, let's take care of business. Oh yeah, Dan. Uh, my brother John, he called me at Tupelo, Tupelo, Mississippi, Sunday City home. Heard me on the post game with Showbink. He said, I do a good job. I said, I just got to slow down and uh, talk normally. But I get excited, you know. You know how it is, you know, when you're on the air. So take care of yourself. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Take care of yourself, guys. Appreciate you, Dan. Hey, Dan, do not <laughs> listen to your brother. We need your energy. You can talk as fast as you want. You are the Red Bull with the five hour chaser Man. that we need right in the middle of the show. Dan, sl- sl- he slid in that little backhanded compliment, that little disrespect to you. What did he say this time? I oh, man, yeah, he slid. You be like, listening for stuff. I think you 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 were hearing stuff. He's like, yo, we got we got we got one back for you because you went up there and got your butt kicked by Baltimore <laughs> by, 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 by the uh, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, and they, he felt how hurt you was every time he heard you on radio. You was crying about how hurt you was about anybody. He said all that? I, all that. Oh, yeah, he, he said, said all that. that. All yeah. that. Okay, I got to I gotta go back to the tape to see to hear him say all of good that. Good job, what you Dan. Just said. Good job, Dan. <laughs> all right, we got line two from Raytown. What's good? Jake, what's going on, Jake? Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, it's funny when that Diddy came on in the, in the beginning, I started laughing too because I know uh, old, old DT's up there just smiling down on this. Uh, Y'all touched on a little bit, but one thing I wanted to just, you know, put out there was I don't think a lot of these fans and a lot of people that are, are blessed to be watching these boys and do what they're doing take enough time to really appreciate, 
you know, what, what we're watching. So, uh, with that, I'll follow up with a question. Do you think that, um, you think that Mahomes really is sitting there thinking like, I, 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 am competing to be one of those top guys, um, as a player, does, does that really, you know, come to the forefront of your mind or is it more the, the duty at task and a game by game thing? And I'll listen off air. I appreciate what y'all do. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Jake. What do you think? Barbershop? Man, I played with a number of guys who, whether they had the skill and ability of Patrick Mahomes, the way they prepared themselves to go play, I call them, they had that Mamba mindset. And you hear Kobe Bryant talking about it. You hear Michael Jordan um, have spoke about it. But the, the, the pursuit, the relentless pursuit to push yourself at practice way beyond anybody else, getting in early, getting in before anybody else, practicing until exhaustion, then lifting weights, running, doing whatever you got in the post game uh, as a football player, working on the jugs machine as a linebacker, hitting the pad, working on your disengage and uh, rap tackling, everything beyond uh, what is done you know, during the normal practice. All the sacrifice you give, it's a, it's a pursuit for perfection, knowing that you'll never be perfect. And that is something that I think Patrick has come to grips with, that as special as he is, as amazing as he is, he knows that every game he's not going to go and have a 138.5, whatever the, the 158.2 uh, quarterback rating each and every game. But in his own way, he's pushing himself to be just so precise, so so excellent at playing the position. And you just got to admire a guy that comes out every day, um, leads a team, does everything right off the field and on the field. And even and listen, people are human. So even if there was a mistake, you know that the majority of this guy's intention is just to keep bringing his team up to a higher and higher level. And again, let the let that scoreboard take care of itself. Go out there every offensive time. Let's go score points. Let's yeah. go score points defensively. Let's stop them from scoring points. That's all it takes. Yeah, I think I think uh, it's very unique. I mean, I think both of us getting to the level where we got to, there were things that we did that other people didn't do, other people weren't willing to do, uh, ways that we stretched our bodies and our, our psyche, maybe put pressure on our family time, put pressure on our social life to get to a point that um, we got to and uh, to excel to the level that we got to. Um, I've always said to my kids and other kids, all you parents out there of kids that play sports, if the only time you're working on said sport is when your parents tell you or the coach calls practice, uh, you're missing the boat. You're missing the boat. It's about the extra stuff that you do. It's about the extra time, energy, and effort that you put into what you say means a lot to you. Um, And... Uh, I've had kids, my kids, I have five kids, four of them played college sports, and it's in part because they did the extras. They did the extras. Uh, And a lot of the kids that I've coached and so on. So we are fortunate that Patrick is one of those guys that has done the extra work to get to greatness, and then he's bringing other guys into greatness with him. All right, Uh, we uh, we got Big Jacks. Big Jacks, what you got, bro? Hey, what's going on, Danny? What's happening with you, bro? Doing good, man. Cool. Barbershop was good. Hey, man, it's hanging Big Jacks always, brother. Yes, sir. I tell you what, man, uh, you know, it's such a blessing, man, to uh, get to watch my team be in the sixth straight AFC championship game. Like, I grew up here. This is my squad. And then all those years of frustration to be in this era, I just this is unbelievable. So, uh, as for this week, though, uh, they better have all four of those chin strap spots snapped up real good, mm-hmm. and they got to come with it. Do you hear me? Like, 
period. Mm-hmm. Like, this defense has got to play its very best game. This offense has got to play its best game. Special teams got to play its best game because this Baltimore team is extremely good, and it's going to take a total team effort to make it happen. But I'm predicting they're going to get to 26, and they're going to hold up Baltimore to 24, we're going to win out again, headed for another Super Bowl. So, hey, man, I appreciate y'all time, bro. I'll holler at y'all later. All right, man. Appreciate you, Big Jacks. I like that prediction. I think we can work outwork the Ravens and ruin uh, that whole Coast's feelings, even if they got some commanders and other uh, guys coming over on the fence to to join against the Chiefs. That's so. That's fine. We'll we'll take it, and uh, we'll we'll be able to throw some haymakers back. All right, we got Ryan. The last call. You got to make it quick. We got we're up against the break. Ryan, what you got, hey. bro? Hey, thanks for taking my call. First time. Yeah, two quick things. Uh, I really wish we'd see a little more anticipation on defense. We really need more interceptions. We we need to really work on that on offense. I'm really puzzled by something. I want to hear y'all comment about it. We got a guy drafted in the first round. He's a brute, and he's on the bench all the time. We give the ball to a a track guy that's impersonating a football player. His last name's Hardman. If we give that ball to Alaire Edwards, Alaire, <clears throat> there's no doubt he would have scored and ran over three people while doing it. Anyway, that's my beef, and I wish the Chiefs would use Edward Solaire more. He is awesome. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you, Ryan. Definitely don't make it your last time calling. We appreciate the call. I know there's been a lot of chatter about the plays in the red zone specifically, some of the selection, et cetera, uh, regarding McCall Hardman's involvement and so on. I, I I just feel like, there's a game plan. Sometimes we set things up. We run things just to be able to loosen the defense up. Uh, hindsight is always twenty twenty. We've seen success on offense with jet sweeps and other things with McCall Hardman and Tyreek Hill in the past. And uh, to go to that well, uh, it was unfortunate how it unfolded. Uh, I'm not going to be too critical of it when we win, but I also understand from a fan's perspective the frustration. Uh, there's frustration with me in the booth at times. Uh, if you ha- if you are able to see the camera angles and the booth, you see a whole bevy of emotional twists from me sitting next to Mitch Holtis uh, in the booth. But I uh, but I'm still thankful, uh, and I, and I, I still have trust in Andy and uh, Brett Veach that we'll get the job done. With that, we got to go to break. Uh, we'll come back and we will tackle a few of the texts. There's really some some cool questions in the text. We'll get to that before we tackle the Ravens. Hey Ryan, don't call back. Players only with Dane and Hughes, Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hit it. All right, we're back. Players only fourth quarter, AFC Championship edition of Players Only. Barbershop is here. I'm Dane, and we only got about six minutes left. So I want to tackle a couple of these text messages. Look, some good ones here. Earlier in the show from 816, do you recall yourself saying today uh, the Chiefs sandbagged their good plays to save them for all year for the playoffs and during the regular season? Sky was good because of his snap count, so they were intentionally bad with Sky according to then and what? what? Okay, I want to be abundantly clear here. (laughs) I don't know how somebody can even text all that. You You can practice plays in OTAs and training camp that are specifically for 
teams that you might play or you are going to play later in the season. Patrick Mahomes talked about that. Andy Reid talked about that in his press conference. Um, Coaches talk about that. You don't practice the same week everything that you're going to do. It might be something that you tap into from week one that may have worked in week one against the Detroit Lions that you know for a fact is going to work against the Cincinnati Bengals in the latter part of the week, the latter part of the season. As far as Sky Moore, my contention is if you are an NFL player, regardless of where you're on a depth chart, and you know going into a game that you're going to be targeted and you're going to play 50-plus plays, you would be surprised. I'm not saying it's automatic with Blaine Gabbert and, and, and versus Patrick Mahomes or people like that. You would be surprised how many guys would still make plays and they would still be efficient and help towards a win. I'm just saying that. Regardless of the depth chart designation, et cetera, uh, guys flourish different ways. Some guys can flourish with 10 plays. Some guys need 50 plays, but they would flourish. All right. Um, uh, thoughts on Allegretti from the 816. Thoughts on Allegretti stepping in for Tooney, another one of those pro all-pro guys. What's your thought? Well, I, I know we got a text, a personal text from Amanda Carlo, who I think represents Allegretti, said he's going to have a phenomenal game. Yep, so Amanda texted us. Uh, I think we're going to throw out some 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 good bets that if, if he has a penalty-free game, sack-free game, then we'll all go out to eat Capitol Grill together. And Thanks, Amanda. What, and even if he don't, guess what? We'll still go out to eat together. Like, no, cause we call her Nostramanda? Nostramanda. Like no, <laughs> she's all knowing. Amanda all Carlo, right. Gold Griff. Shout out to Gold, Gold Griff. Griff. Yeah, shout out to Gold Griff. Uh, but I, I don't think that a guard. If there's, I'm, I'm not gonna say anybody is insignificant. Yeah. But the the easiest position to oh. cover for. Oh, the easiest mm-hmm. position to have. Will Shields. Hopefully, you ain't listening. Oh, Will can listen to this. <laughs> I ain't scared of Will Shields. <laughs> yeah. Why your voice go high? <laughs> <laughs> The easiest position to, to, to have, because he got a flanker, he got a, a wingman on both sides, so the tackle can help, the center can help. So if there is a position where there is any kind of deficit or there is a, uh, you know, the skill level goes down a little bit, if I had a chance to select one on the offensive side, I would select a guard. That's right. the position I would want a, right. a person to be replaced. All right. I, we got, uh, we're up against it in regards to, we still got to touch on the Ravens. I saw uh, one of the texts. Uh, D nice and shop. How do we attack the Ravens D with these last few minutes, barbershop? I want, want to get your perspective of this game, what we need to do against this Ravens team, not just the defense to come away with another AFC championship and a road to Arrowhead West, which is Allegiant field in Las Vegas. All right. We're going to do what we always do. We're going to use shifts and motions to figure out if they're in man or zone. Yep. If they're in man, we should do a lot of, uh, taking our running backs, putting them out wide, bringing them back in the backfield, make that linebacker run as much before and after the snap. Run the ball, throw the ball, hit the perimeter, hit the edges, go vertical. This team is built upon the fact that they run to the ball like no other. That's the one thing that on every game and every film, you see how fast, how many hats they have to the ball carrier. Well, use that against them. Peppering the ball to the left side of the field deep, right side of the field deep, the left corner, uh, line of scrimmage, screens. um, Swing routes. Swing routes. That forces them to cover and pursue all of Don't just run it right downhill at them to two or three guys and let them take a playoff. Run a reverse. Run some spot. Like, run a bunch of different things to have them running all over the field. Because the, the, to me, when I watched them, uh, the season of their game film, I, you know, I do the All-22, the abbreviated version because it, like, compiles it all together. But what I've seen from them is late in the ball games against the Browns, when the Browns start running the ball on them, they gave up, like, a 17-play, 10-minute long 80-yard drive 
and then they gave up a 12-play drive to end the game for a field goal that cost them the game. If you take a team like this that runs the ball the way they do and you keep them on the field, man, guess what? Human nature takes over. Yep. And, Every, that, even and against Cleveland, dog. they ran for 178 yards in that game. We have from the 816, all the 100-yard-plus games that the Ravens' defense gave up this season. I would say this, uh, from an offensive perspective, we have to be willing to stay with our game plan, not chase points, not look up at the scoreboard and realize, oh, my gosh, we're down by three. Oh, my gosh, we're up by Four, we need to hurry up and score because they have Lamar Jackson on their side and we don't want to give them an opportunity to score. we got to stay with our game plan just like we did against Josh Allen last week and seize opportunities when they present themselves on defense, uh, having the same mindset going into that game with containing the quarterback. You're not going to stop Lamar Jackson. You just got to contain him and force him to make throws from the pocket. There were several times in that game where we didn't even rush Josh Allen. You mm-hmm. saw Chris Jones and uh, Amenahu and Carlothis uh, is standing at the line of scrimmage waiting for him to scramble so that they can tackle him and forcing him to throw from the pocket, and that's why we were successful. This is a winnable game and another opportunity for us to get to the Super Bowl. That's the ultimate goal, however it can get done. Let's get it done in Baltimore for Julio. Barbershop, the go. guest barbershop. And for me, Danon Hughes. You can follow me on Twitter at DA Hughes Guy. Let's get this win, Chiefs. Go, Chiefs. Peace. See me and Julio down at the schoolyard. Yeah. Players only with Danon Hughes. Thursday night starting at 6 o'clock on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 